the truth and nothing but the truth. So help us God. (laughs) Today's episode, we're going to talk about truth. What is true? What is truth? How can we know for sure? And is it something worthy of searching for? So we'll be right back with more on the truth. Hey, welcome back. It's Timmy Gibson for The Timmy Gibson Show. Today, we are going to talk about truth. How can you know the truth? What is true? That's a big subject. You know, there's a there's a verse in the Bible that I've always loved. And, you know, fascinatingly enough, uh, this verse has led me, you know, on a, on quite a different journey than how I was raised. And uh, I don't know if I've, I've probably talked a little bit about this before. I know that I actually, you know, I go through and look at the episodes before I record an episode just to make sure I'm not literally picking the exact same topic. Um, I should probably, probably try to organize this a little bit better than, than what I do, which is, you know, this is, it's all a learning curve for me, but I probably should have topics and keep track of those topics. Obviously I have a topic every time I come on, (laughs) actually, if I don't come on this because I don't have anything to talk about, uh, the reality is I could probably do something every single day, but, um, yeah, just frankly, I'm, I'm quite, uh, quite busy uh, doing weddings and, you know, spending time with the kiddos and dating and just everything else I'm doing. Anyway, so there's a great verse in the Bible in the book of John chapter eight, verse 32. And it says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That's the new King James. What is the King James? And ye shall know the truth, and the truth, yeah, shall make you free. That's the one I have memorized. For whatever reason, I memorized most most of my memorization was King James memorization. So when it comes to the new international version or all the different versions, the new international version says, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And, you know, my, my kind of walking away from evangelical Christianity and, you know, even a little bit uncertain about exactly what, what my position is as it relates to all those things that I've, you know, talked about before, but that, that verse, John eight thirty two you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free or set you free has always been a verse that. It, it, I believe it. I, I believe it to be true. I, I believe that that the truth will set you free, and and lies and deceit are keep you captive. And so, for me, I've always wanted to know the truth. But I think the thing that is important to remember is I don't want to just know what what a collective truth is or the group truth or the herd truth or the community truth. Um, I want to know what's truly true, like for real true, right? 
for for example, let me just give you an example outside of religious stuff because the the when it comes to religion, the reality is, and I I I would have to I would actually debate and take to task anyone that would be willing to to debate me on this and that is this when it comes to there's a heaven there's a hell there's a god there's a this <laughs> you don't know <laughs> we don't know right we can we can believe we can have faith we can trust i mean we can put our confidence in i mean all that of course all that i believe all that but you can't know and so to talk of anything with any certainty in my opinion when it's not based upon truth and what is true and i know i've i, I actually now that i'm actually speaking this out loud i think i did do an episode where i talked a little bit about this thing um but i went through all the titles and i didn't see the title on truth so I guess there's a real possibility this won't ever get uploaded. <laughs> Once I'm done with it, I'm going to go back and see all the other episodes or listen to the, some of the episodes and see if I've already covered this topic. But I was actually, what brought it to my attention is I was thinking uh, the other day I was, I was watching a, I believe it was a Ted talk and he was talking about, um, Egyptian archaeology. I think that's, I think that I'm, Egyptianology. Is that right? Anyway, Egyptology. There we go. It was talking about the whole idea of the, the Sphinx, you know, some of the new information that's come out on the Sphinx, um, the pyramids, some of the new information that's come out on the pyramids. And just a lot of things that, that frankly, I didn't know. And, and this stuff is more and more coming out and it's just fascinating, which is a couple things. One, maybe you knew this already. Maybe you didn't. Um, and I, th I think I'm getting this accurate. I, I, you know, look it up for yourself, but I'm pretty certain I'm getting this correct. So the original date of the Sphinx, um, because of new evidence of water uh, deterioration and various things, um, they've determined that the Sphinx is actually a lot older than first thought, like way older, possibly, as well as the pyramids. But also the pyramids um, are... I think the evidence has, has led to like, I think they're going to have to change the history books, but they, they weren't the tombs of the Pharaohs. And I guess there's not been one single, uh, sarcophagus or whatever found and not one single hieroglyph that mentions the pyramids. And there's, there's other, there's other things that, that, you know, you do your own research on online now, just because something's online doesn't make it true. Right. I mean, 
of course, that's what this whole episode is going to be about is truly truth, like real truth, not, not again, not, not beliefs, not religious perspectives, not interpretation, not, no, none of that, like literally true. Anyway, so what I was going to say is the Egyptologists, I guess, or whatever in Egypt are really in denial of any of the new and recent archaeological finds and evidence that is basically destroying, if you will, or dismantling the narrative that has been the narrative for so long. Um, and a lot of this, a lot of this is going on within archaeology, archaeological digs or in archaeology right now is there, you know, we're discovering more and more. And as we discover more and more, you know, it, it shines light on our past and on our history and on, on humanity and all of that. And so, you know, for me to, and I've used this analogy a lot, I've used this analogy a lot, but you know, the people at at one point thought possibly the earth was flat. Right. And then now we, you know, know that it's not, and, and it's not something we think it's something, you know, we know for a fact, hundred percent certainty, you know, the earth is round. So to, for anyone to believe that the earth is flat still is, you know, like I've said before, it's ignorance, it's moronic, it's completely asinine. You know, you just, you're a fool to, to continue to believe that the earth would, would be flat when, you know, the evidence has proven like it's not right. Like we have pictures, we have video. Um, So when it comes to truth in general, I think the challenge or the thing that I've struggled with or run into, which has really undone my previous evangelical thoughts is that the more, the more evidence that has come out, the more that I had, I've just, again, this is just my personal perspective. As you know, I I still, I still believe in God. um, For me, like just me, which is my own personal journey. Um, you know, I still, still love the teachings of Jesus, but you know, now that I've come to understand with certainty and with, you know, this evidence that the earth is, you know, extremely old, what, 4.53 billion years old or whatever, and that humans have been around for hundreds of thousands of years, if not millions of years. And some of the archeological finds and digs and, and the dating and, you know, carbon dating now that they've got that down to, to be so accurate. And just the more that comes out, it's like when, you can believe something, but when the evidence comes out to debunk it or to, does that make sense? In other words, if, like when we, you know, when we discovered that the earth was round, like you to, to, to hold on to the earth being flat is just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and so same thing with in Egypt, you know, coming to new evidence is just, 
it's huge. Like there's tons of new evidence coming in that uh, the pyramids have probably been around for tens, tens of thousands of years, like a long time. Um, possibly, right? I mean, they're, they're still working on all this stuff right now. But, you know, some of the Egyptologists are denying any evidence that proves different than what they've already decided to believe. Okay, that's I think that's the point I want to get to. And that's the part where for me in my journey, I, I don't just want to hold on to a narrative because of whatever reason. Okay. Again, I value faith. I, you know, the whole subtitle of this podcast is escaping religion and finding faith. Faith to me is, I I think, you know, it's a critical part of life for for me. I, I think it's an important part of life. You know, my faith is a very important and integral and important and valuable, um, part of my life. It's, it's a very important part of my life, but also what's important to me is to know the truth, the, the real truth. For example, all the, the, you know, Adam and Eve were not put on the created 6,000 years ago and put on the earth. That's, Like we know that's not true. <laughs> like that's just not true um, at all. And now, now some people, some Christians and some theologians or several, I guess, view the Adam and Eve story not as a factual, actual story anyway. So there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of biblical scholars view that as just I don't even know what the word I don't know what the word word is but, but myth, mythological teaching in other words it's it's not actually didn't happen exactly actually like that but it's kind of just when humans became conscious or that they picked out Adam and Eve as like two models like this is the model for humanity kind of a thing but not that literally they were that literally the first two humans uh, put on the earth. Um, and right now, according to the latest, uh, archeological finds and, and discoveries is that the humans been around for a long time. We've been around for a long time. And I think we know for sure anatomically correct. I think it's the words they use. Humans have been around like they know for at least 300,000 years. Um, but they have found, I think there's like some tools or pottery or something that was found uh, in a solid piece of coal, which dates back to like 3 million years. And so they're, you know, scientists are having a real conundrum trying to figure out how that, how that's possible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so anyway, um, the the thing that's important to remember, you know, like I've said a million times, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I'm simply trying to share my story and share kind of my journey and my thought process and things I've considered, things I'm considering, things I'm thinking about and and how I've kind of got 
how I'm, how I'm, how I'm journeying, I guess, through life. And, you know, I've always been a, a seeker of truth and, and again, you know, I, I keep saying this because I, I need this to be in our brains, not just what is told to be true, but what is really, really true. Um, and if something really is true, well, then that's, that's, you know, that's what I want to believe. I want to believe what really is true. And I just, all I can tell you is the more that I have studied and researched and and gone down this road, the, the more I have had to open my mind and open my heart to a different narrative or a different story or a, or a different opportunity <laughs> for understanding, um, uh, the Bible and the stories of the Bible and the things that I've been taught all my life. And uh, I, I watched a, a documentary the other day just on, on the scriptures and how the Bible came to be and all that kind of stuff, which was fascinating. But, you know, even that, and this was a Christian organization putting this together, like this was a, you know, a faith-based kind of a video. And even they talked about how, there were scriptures and things that didn't end up making the final cut for various reasons, whatever criteria that they had set forth on what they were going to include and what they weren't going to include. Uh, but also they, they talked a lot about interpretation that, you know, you can take four biblical scholars, you know, four scholars and, and give them a, a chapter in the Bible and each of them will have a different interpretation than, than the other on, on some things. And so who's right, which, which one's true, which, which interpretation is true. And of course, you know, like maybe you're listening to me right now and you're like, well, mine is, <laughs> which I, you know, okay, well, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, and I've met, I've met Christians like that. They're like, no, I'm just reading the Bible as it is, you know, black and white. It was, it's just, that's such a funny statement because that's just ignorance that like, literally is just an ignorant statement because no, you're not reading the Bible, just black and white. You're reading a translation of 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 an interpretation of a translation. You're not reading it at, at like, like it's fresh, wet ink right off the pages of, you know, right out of Jesus's journal. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the, the idea of knowing the truth, I, I think the, the principle of knowing truth is, is, is honestly being open, open to, to here. So here's my philosophy. You don't need to have this philosophy. But this is just my philosophy. I know some things we all do, but there's a lot of things I don't know. And actually the older I've gotten, the more I realize the more I don't know and the more I don't understand. And the more I, I, I don't know exactly what, what the Bible means. I mean, let's, I mean, you just, it would be impossible. That's not even possible to understand it 
right completely. We, I mean, even the even the scriptures teach that we know in part, like we see through a glass dimly, like we we don't know fully. We we think we know, and we think we know what what was meant or what was what was the context or the content or the intention, the right of what was written. Uh, but the reality is, it was written by humans, and so that's the thing that we have to always remember: is that you know the the Bible is not uh, God's journal. You know, God didn't like pen it. It was written by humans with agendas and with thoughts and perspectives and ideas and you know whatever, and they wrote as they thought and saw fit. Clearly, I mean, you read the Bible. If you've read the Bible, you know this. It's a lot of crazy stuff in there. For sure. Um, a lot of good stuff in there. A lot of good stuff in there, but a lot of crazy stuff. And, 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 you know, this is the one, this is the, this is the big one that people like to, Christians try to defend, you know, when I, that, that, you know, there are um, contradictions in there. And, you know, there just are. That's, and that's okay. Um, but some people like to argue that there's not, but there is. And, and that's, 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 that's not really a debatable uh, topic either. I don't think because uh, the best minds of the best minds of the best minds have determined that, that there are in fact some discrepancies and some contradictions and misinterpretations. And that's, I mean, that's fine. Of course it's an ancient document. Of course that's, that's going to be the case. Um, but the ultimate, I think the ultimate, for 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 all of us now this is i think this would be a universal thing knowing the truth what's actually true is what sets us free that's that's what that's what it is and so how can we know the truth well that's a great like that's just a great question that i ask myself all the time how can i really know what is true and 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 there are some things that it's it's like well you know i have to decide that i because you know if there is a lack of evidence okay if we didn't know that the earth was flat or it was round let's say that was actually something legitimately debatable like there's a heaven or there isn't a heaven right like that literally is something we don't know um so because we don't know that to be like 100% true, you know, we, we believe, we believe, or we hope, right? We, we have faith that there's a heaven. We hope that there's a heaven. We hope that there's an eternal reward. We hope, right? All that stuff. I don't have, I don't have a problem with hope and belief and faith. I really don't. It's a free country, right? You can believe whatever you want, but here's where, here's where I do get amped up. Believing a lie. Okay, for example, this just popped into my head. Extreme Islamic Muslims, you know, extremists, the weirdos that blow themselves up to to go to heaven and get 72 virgins or whatever the whatever the story is about that. Right? The truth would set them free. The 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 now is that true that when they die they go to they heaven and with 72 virgins? Um, okay. Let's just be honest. We don't know <laughs> if that's true or not, but pretty, 
pretty sure it's probably not true. But, but I guess we don't know for sure if that's true or not, right? But, you know, we can use our brains and, and ascertain that, yeah, that's, that's probably not true. So wouldn't that be good for them to know that? Like, because they're believing a lie and they're believing that lie so much so that they freaking blow themselves up because of that lie. So to me, truth, like what is actually true matters. It really matters. And, you know, if, if the, um, you know, if what the Bible says, or if what you believe is proven to not be true, right? Like, for example, okay, most people don't believe this anymore because it's, it's, I think we pretty much know this. Like, do we know that earth is 4.5 billion years old? Um, I have not done the research. So, you know, do we know for sure that that's true? I honestly, I don't know how we could know that that's actually like literally how old the earth is. You know, if there's something I don't know, then, then prob maybe that's true. You know, I'm not, I'm not all knowing when it comes to all this stuff, but I think it's maybe somewhat accurate. I, again, I don't know. Okay. But there are some things that we do know that the earth is for sure older than 6,000 years. Like that's, that's for sure. Or whatever, seven, whatever it is, the, whatever literalist in the Bible world think. Well, w w we know that the earth isn't 6,000 years. It wasn't created 6,000 years ago. So we know that, uh, because we have, uh, fossils and, and things that date back way before that. And we even have human remains that date back hundreds of thousands of years. So clearly that isn't true. So in my mind, like that was the first thing that had to go for me because I, I used to be a 6,000 year old believer that I used to believe that, but then, you know, the more evidence and the more that we discovered and know, you know, that, that, that can't, that's not true. Like that can't be true, which again, you can still, there are people that love God and believe in Jesus and are Christians and all that and understand that the timetable might not be accurate and that the earth could be hundreds of thousands of tens of thousands or millions of years old or whatever, 4.5 billion. And yet still, you know, God is the one that created it, right? That's, I mean, okay, fine. Like people talk about the big bang is the big bang true. You know, anytime we talk about any of that kind of stuff, the reality is we don't know. We weren't there. We weren't there to have video footage of the big bang. So, you know, did God create the big bang? Did God, what? I believe God created the world, um, or the universe or whatever, or I guess, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the, the reality is, I don't know. I don't know. And when it comes to truth, for me, the more I have come to understand what is true and the more that I've embraced 
like truth. Again, when I say truth, I'm talking about what we know for a fact to be true. And I still have my faith truth beliefs too. Like I still have some of those, but for me in my journey, it's been to discover and to like, and when I I'm given the opportunity to, to learn something and when it flies in the face of what I currently believe to be true, then it's fluid for me. Like what, what I believe to be true is very open and flexible and, and movable and moldable. And, and what's, here's what's wild about this whole journey as I'm, as I'm just thinking about this. So my morality, if I'm just honest, my morality, I've become more and more moral as I have discovered more and more truth and as I have unwound some of the false beliefs and the untruths that I've believed, the, the things that I once believed within the religious Christianity world, as I've gotten away from those things, my morality has become more solidified, uh, more important. Oddly, like, you know, I, I always thought my morality came from my Christianity or from my faith or from my religious perspectives. And, um, yeah, it's just been, it's, that, that's been a wild part of my journey is that my desire for morality and my desire to, you know, to live moral, to be a person of character and integrity, um, as I've walked away from religion, that has been more important to me than ever before, which I find just that, I don't know, that fascinates me. And I'm not really sure what that is or why that is or how to make sense of that. Uh, but that's been an interesting part of my journey that I've, I've come to value more and more morality and integrity and character as I have um, walked away from a lot of the dogmatic religious beliefs that I no longer hold to. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back to talk more about truth. The truth shall set you free. And welcome back for the second half of the Timmy Gibson show. This is Timmy Gibson. We're talking about truth. How can we really know what is true? So I've really not even answered that question. And I guess the, I guess the answer <laughs> would be the only way we can know what is true is, you know, evidence or facts that, that back up the truth. That would be one thing and not, not pseudo evidence, not, not like, you know, real evidence, not, not just again, collective evidence or because we've spun it to make it whatever, or a, a lack of evidence on to prove one thing doesn't then in fact prove another thing. Does that make sense? In other words, just because one thing's not true doesn't mean that the other thing is true unless you can prove that it is. So, you know, what, what is true? I think there are a lot of things in this world, you know, at least how, and I'm okay with this, like for whatever reason, for me, 
uncertainty, like, is there a heaven or not? I am so at peace with that figuring itself out because that's something we can't know. Again, you can believe it. You can, you can have faith in that, of course, but we, we don't, we can't know because that's an unknowable, right? That's an unknowable thing. What is the afterlife or what is the afterlife like? Well, we don't know. And when people say, well, the Bible, I don't give a rat's tootie wooty what the Bible says about the afterlife. That's just a, a, a document written by a human about what they think or believe or felt or whatever about the afterlife. So, you know, that's no different than if I wrote a book about heaven. Now, some would debate, well, the Bible's inspired, you're, you know, maybe you're not, okay, well, whatever, whatever you choose to believe, that's fine. But, but the reality is like the humans that wrote the Bible, I'm human and I could get inspired or I could hear a voice from heaven or get a revelation and write that down. And it could sound great and it could sound true and it can sound, and the reality, let's just be honest. That's happened throughout history. There are lots of ancient documents about the afterlife. The Egyptians had a lot to say about the afterlife. Does that mean that it's true? Nope, it doesn't. And so I guess, you know, what is true? <sighs> you know, I, I believe that treating people fairly is truly the right way to live. That's, that's truth, you know, being fair and just and generous and kind and forgiving and uh, walking in love towards other people. You know, that that's one reason why I, you know, really resonate with the message of Jesus. You know, I, I really like Jesus and what Jesus stood for just because of the love aspect, you know, faith, hope, and love greatest of these is love uh by the way it's a super cloudy day today very misty which is going to be a great day for photography um great day for pictures oh my gosh yeah in fact i need to get out there and take some pictures it's such a beautiful day um yeah matter of fact i'm i'm, I'm I, I can feel i'm coming to the end of this particular episode. Uh, and I, and I guess the, you know, I guess the thing that I'm wanting to put out there is seek, knock, <laughs> right? Jesus said the door will be open unto you. You know, I, I believe in seeking, I believe in researching and reading and, 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 you know, the only, the only challenge. So when I say that again, I have all these old tapes that play in my brain. Right. So when I say that I can hear like a Bible type person saying, yes, I do. I read the Bible. I read the Bible. I read the Bible. The Bible doesn't include everything about everything. And I think it's extremely unwise to take the Bible that we have today. Okay. Which is way far from the original. And to have that be the only book that you read, the only book that you study. Now, again, I think it's good to read the Bible every day. I do. I think it's like, like full of wisdom. I think it's full of really great stuff for sure. Um, 
But like I've said before, you know, the Bible itself isn't divine. It's not a divine book. It's a book written by people. And um, yeah, so uh, uh, you're very limited. If that's all that you ever read is just the Bible, that's extremely limited. You're going to have a very limited perspective. Again, that's it, it, I would equate that much to believing the earth is flat and only reading things that say the earth is flat, only reading things that confirm that you think that the world is flat. Like that's what that is. It, it's just, it's a very closed loop and it, it really, it's kind of like that movie, the village, which if you've not seen it, I highly recommend it. It's kind of like a freaky version compared to like the Truman show. The Truman show was a little bit, of course it was kind of gloomy, but it was a little bit more on the lighthearted side. Um, you know, I think narrow mindedness is, is much like that. You know, we, we bury our head in the sand and say anything that would go against what I believe. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to know it. You know, it's like, again, if you believe the earth is flat, it's like, well, here, let me show you a picture of the earth. It's nope. I don't even want to see the picture. Nope. I don't even, nope. <laughs> so I would consider that extremely ignorant to, to reject any uh, evidence to the contrary or any proof. Um, I think we always should follow the truth and follow the evidence and follow facts, uh, you know, follow what we know to be true. Um, wherever it leads, you know, wherever it leads, you know, more and more we've discovered civilizations, um, you know, like the, the civilization that was found in the Amazon to have existed, you know, whatever, thousands of years ago, a, a vast, a vast civilization of, I think over a million people. And yeah, I mean, it, and that's, again, that's, that's fact. I mean, it's stuff that we've, they've discovered and it's just, it, it's amazing. You know, it's just amazing what we're unraveling. And I think we live in the greatest time in all of history to have the wherewithal to like remove the blinders and to open our eyes and to look, I mean, now more than ever, I mean, there's really anything, anything and everything you'd ever want to know can be researched. You don't have to, you don't have to go, gosh, sorry, guys. You don't have to go buy the Britannica, the Encyclopedia Britannica <laughs> for for whatever that cost. I forget, $500. You know, you can read, you can study, you can, yeah. Um, yeah, I, by the way, I'm, I'm a little stuffy because I, I ate like a, a pint of ice cream yesterday. <laughs> and I don't, if I do too much dairy, it does this to me. Like if I eat ice cream at night, I wake up in the morning and I'm like this, Oh brother, but it was so good. Mint chip, chocolate chip. Oh gosh. So good. My favorite ice cream. Of course I like ice cream. Um, I never buy it except I did this time. Oh, let me, that's not, okay. So I hardly buy it. Let me be honest. I hardly buy it. 
once every few months, literally like once every few months, I'll splurge and buy a small container of ice cream. And I don't buy a big one because I would eat it. That's the problem. So yes, I'm a sucker for chocolate and I'm a sucker for ice cream and I'm a sucker for mint chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I guess the moral of this particular episode is, is just, you know, don't be closed minded, you know, hold, that's fine. Hold on to your beliefs. You know, I, I've, I feel like I've done a fairly good job of holding on to my, my belief in God, you know, just what I believe about God and what I believe about a lot of the particular dogmatic things that I was raised to believe, you know, obviously that's, that's all changed. And for me, for me, just in light of certain evidence, I could no longer subscribe to certain things uh, because, the, you know, again, what I researched and what I came to find out was just certain things that I believed aren't true. And so, and now the things that we still can't know, like, so you don't believe in heaven anymore? No, I'm not saying I don't believe in heaven anymore. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we don't know. So for anyone to say with certainty that, hey, I'm right and there is a heaven is, I mean, that's just ignorant. And anybody that's smart would know that. Anybody intelligent knows that to believe in heaven is, is a choice. It's a belief. It's something you have faith in. It's it's not something you can know. Um, but it's totally fine to believe in it because maybe there is. That's the thing. You know, and I had a friend of mine say this to me, a, a good friend of mine. He's an evangelical Christian. He's a pastor, really good guy. And he said to me, he said, you know, the, he goes, for me, it's like, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not, but how'd he put it? Basically to believe that it's true. And if it is, or it isn't like, he feels like that's, he's airing like that. If he's wrong, well, he lived a good life. So basically like, if heaven is real and and this is how you get to heaven and if he ends up that he's right, whew, thank God. But if he was, if he, but if he doesn't believe it and he winds up that it was right, right. That he was wrong. Does that make sense? Like if he decides I don't believe it, the price to pay in his mind is hell. Right. So obviously I don't even believe that way. Um, I don't even believe that in that context, meaning that I'm going to err on the side of believing the certain Christian beliefs, because if those end up being right, then I'm saved because if I don't believe those things and I end up being wrong and I'm not saved and like satisfying believe that way anymore. <laughs> so, um, I have zero fear, uh, of, of, of any kind of an eternal damnation. I, I have zero fear of, of any of that, um, which is wild. Okay. Again, going back to what I kind of talked about just a minute ago before the break, you would think, so here's what I, what, what I always thought is that if I didn't believe certain things that my morality would slip, like, in other words, I was believing, I was living moral out of fear of hell rather than living moral because that's the right thing to do. Like that's the right way to live, right? To be honest is the right way to live. It's not about heaven and hell for me. It's like, 
well, man, if I didn't believe in God, I would just cheat and steal and lie and, and deceive. Well, <laughs> you're a shitty, you're a shitty person. <laughs> if literally your Christian beliefs are what's keeping you from fucking murdering people, you've got other issues. And so for me, <laughs> what I've, what I've come to understand is that as I've kind of let go of a lot of the, the fear side of it, the, the fear of hell, I have zero fear of hell. My morality has become even greater. And I don't know what that is or how, why that is, or why I need to probably see a psychologist and find out like, or talk to a sociologist and figure that out. Like, what is that? Because I would have thought it would have been the opposite. I would have thought that as I let my Christian faith fly away, that my morality would start slipping. And it's been the opposite. Now, listen, I've had, I've had lapses in morality my whole life. You know, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm a perfect little person. No, I've, I've made mistakes. I've made wrong decisions. I've lied, cheated and stolen and done all that stuff throughout my entire life at some point or other. Um, you know, and so, uh, I am far from perfect. Um, Though the older I get, you know, the more I've obviously have, you know, you just come to understand things differently. And so, yeah, for me, like, again, I can't speak for anybody else. Just for me though, uh, my morality, morality has been more important to me uh, as I have gotten away from the, a a fear of, of hell. Um, Yeah. I just, I, I, the fear of hell, I think that's a very toxic, abusive belief honestly, like live right or go to, you're go to hell. I think that's a despicable way to live. I think it's a despicable way to parent. I think it's abusive. Actually. I think it's emotionally and spiritually abusive, uh, to, to put a fear of hell, um, into someone's little heart, little mind. I think it's absolutely destructive. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't even, I can't even produce the words that really would capture it. It's just absolutely 100% despicable. And anyone that does that should, should be sat down and and talked to and corrected, to be honest. All right, guys, listen. Um, yeah, I really pretty much think this is the, the end of, of what I want to talk about. Uh, seek truth, man. Keep your mind open. Um, things that you can know. Great. Um, things that you don't know, you know, Believe what you will, but continue to seek and search and and uh, ask God, the universe, whatever, for answers, for clarity. And I believe that those answers, uh, that clarity will come. I really believe it. All right, guys. Hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.